Well, welcome everyone to today's episode of TMI Advice You Didn't Want. Today we're talking about coffee enemas. You may or may not have heard of one. You may go, what the hell is that? But we are going to enlighten you and talk about how come we love them so much. So in case we haven't met, my name is Karen Angeli and I'm here with my co-host. Hi, my name is Ashley. And if you've heard us talk before, you've probably heard us say it. Um, a lot of people don't know what they are and haven't heard of the term. Um, even for me, like when I first heard the term enema, I didn't even know what that meant. Mm. Uh, so you may not know what that means either. So we're going to really lay it all out for you. Mm-hmm. This like random thing that people are like, oh, what did they say? What is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> or if you fully know, you might be like, oh my gosh, this is TMI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots and lots of TMIs coming at you today. <laughs> I mean, for me, because I'm in healthcare, you actually are the person that got me into coffee enemas. But because mm-hmm. I'm in healthcare, whenever you first told me about it, I was like, excuse me, you do what with that now? <laughs> so you want to explain what an enema is? <laughs> <laughs> go for it <laughs> so for me um like a little backstory enema wasn't my my coffee enemas weren't my first enema I ever tried so I kind of like had a little bit of a gateway I think it would have been a little bit harder to go straight for the coffee had I not had my little gateway drug mm-hmm. so I don't know if anyone's <laughs> heard of like ozone um but ozone is a really mm-hmm. Thing that's really great for your body. And my doctor has a way of putting it like directly into your vein, which is very unheard of. Most most states and provinces um, won't allow you to do that, but it's actually the most effective way to get the ozone into your system. And it has so many benefits and it makes you feel amazing. Um, I am terrified of needles. So I did it a couple of times. I'm like, okay, this is awesome, but I really don't like needles. Is there another way? He's like, yeah, you can put it in your bum. I was like, what? Excuse me? I have to do what? In my bum? Like, you're going to put air in my bum? I'm going to put air in my bum? Like, what? You're not putting anything in my bum. Like, (laughs) no one one needs to be down there. Um, What? And he's like, yeah, I have this little air bag. And it has, like, this tiny applicator, like, smaller than the end of a pencil. And you just put a little bit of, like, coconut oil or olive oil on the tip and put it in your bum about a half an inch, inch. And then you put air into your bum. And I was like, okay, like that sounds really strange, but it was better than a needle. And so I started doing it and, and it made me feel amazing. And so then I don't know at one point, at what point coffee enemas were introduced to me by him as well <clears throat> in my health journey. Um, but eventually they were something that he brought up as something that was really great for um, your health and your clarity, your mental state, like so many things, like the list goes on and on. And so I was like, okay, sure. I've already been doing this air enema and there's no negative effects. I only feel amazing. And this one's supposed to be roughly similar, just with slightly different benefits. So that is what kind of got me started. And that is my explanation of an enema. So it's putting something in your bum. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, in the medical world, a lot of times we do enemas for people that are very constipated, very, very, very constipated. But 
um, with a coffee enema, you're not doing it because you're constipated. You're doing it as a way to detox your body. It's, um, it's a very old practice too. A lot of times when people hear this, they think, oh, that's scary. That's new kind of like scary concept. And it's like, no, actually people have been doing this for thousands of years, really. Like it goes back to what is it? Egyptian times, maybe even further than that, you know, that this was a practice that people did because it was, it would provide, like you said, that clarity, that detox. Um, for me, what I notice is a, I just, my body just feels better, you know? So, um, it's, it's a way to kind of tune up your body. So on this, on this podcast, we talk about a lot of spiritual stuff. And I feel like while a coffee enema isn't necessarily a spiritual topic at the same time, it can be because, um, it's all about getting your body working optimally. So for me, I, I'm definitely of the mindset that we don't need anything, but when we do add things like coffee enemas or we eat right, or we take care of our body by exercising or all those things that we can do for our body, it can help our body actually work more optimally, which can in effect, um, help us as far as our spiritual journey as well, because our body is a temple that can help us reach certain levels, um, inside your spiritual walk as well. So for me, that's like, why would I stop when it's helping my body, um, clear out things that I don't necessarily need, you know? So yeah. yeah. A large part to me of like our spiritual well-being, like our high vibrations, um, really coincides with regulating, like mm-hmm. our ability to raise our vibration is often a very similar muscle to regulating. Yes. Um, and it just, it is like simply to me, in my opinion, at this time, fact that the better we consume healthy foods, um, the better that we surround ourselves with calm and all of those kind of things, the more um, better we are going to be at regulating and achieving a higher vibrational frequency. Absolutely. Yep. And so coffee enemas, like you said, were um, the furthest back I've ever heard of them historically when I've researched about them is from Egyptian times. And the Egyptians were obsessed with immortality and thriving and having a godlike experience. Mm-hmm. And so they wanted to overindulge in all the blissful, wonderful things. Um, and food specifically often is... Um, something that's going to make us not feel godlike. Like if you're Mm. overindulging in sugars and cheeses and alcohol, you're not going to feel godlike the next day, maybe Mm. in that moment, but not the next day. And same with like, if you're partying or sex or whatever, like if you're doing so much of that kind of stuff, like your body needs time to recover from all of that. And I don't know what was typical Egyptian practices, but um, so they used coffee enemas as a way to participate in all those overindulgences, whatever they may have been um, at that time. And um, coffee enemas were their way to recover and be able to keep that lifestyle up um, without feeling hungover, if you will. Mm-hmm. And um, I find that coffee enemas do that for me in my life, whether it is overindulgence of like, for me, it's dairy. I love cheese. And if I eat too much like passes and cheeses and pizzas and whatever, um, I can feel like a food hangover. 
more than I'll ever feel alcohol hangover, I'll feel a food hangover and a coffee enema will just perk you right back up so fast. Mm -hmm. Um, But also there's um, feeling lethargic, feeling tired, feeling mental fog, all that kind of stuff. A coffee enema will clear that. Um, One of our mutual friends did coffee enemas as a way to release stress. She saw it as like a physical release of um, all of her um, negative emotions and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. And I definitely think that's very true as well, that um, there is that um, physical release. And even when you think about like constipation and like your insides be twisted and looking back at like Louise Hayes book, you can heal your life and how that's connected. Um, usually people that are constipated can't let go of things Mm -hmm. it's usually a toxic thing or a negative thing that they can't let go of um so a coffee enema is also helping you release in that physical way but um also in that spiritual emotional way as well absolutely Um, but yeah you do feel godlike like i have been doing coffee enemas nearly every day for months now and um as soon as i do one it's like, oh yeah, I feel like 10 times better. Um, people also do them to heal from illnesses. So I'm sick mm-hmm. right now. And that's a huge thing too, is like um, recovering from a cold because you're detoxing your body. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I've heard people have their kids do them. Um, there's one lady I know that had her, I think her six-year-old daughter did one for her cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, roughly that age. And then also periods. So the reason I started doing coffee enemas personally every day, because I've done them inconsistently, sometimes very frequently, sometimes very inconsistently. Um, It's probably been close to a decade now that I've been doing them. And I've really converted a lot of people. And I'm also (laughs) known known by a lot of people for like, they're like, oh my gosh, like, and they'll tease me about it. Like, yeah. Never have I ever game. I have like a select group of people that always say coffee animas because none of them have ever been willing to try. Mm-hmm. Um, it knocks me out. And I'm the only one in that group that still does them. But a lot of people like yourself um, have been willing to try because um, you see how helpful um, and beneficial it is. And so why not? Why not try? Well, and I'm just a curious soul. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, you say that's a really good detox. Like for me, when you said it was a great detox and it was probably the best detox for your body, I was on board 100% because I'm always looking for really good detoxes for my body. I had actually, um, before we started doing, uh, or me and my husband actually started doing coffee enemas together, probably because of you, I started first. And then, um, he was like, Oh yeah, no, I want to try it too. But before I started doing coffee enemas, I was doing a lot of charcoal, um, because it's a really, that is also a really good detox for your body, for your intestines. Um, and, um, what I discovered from the charcoal is the charcoal actually helped to make me a little bit constipated, you know, cause that's one of the things that it can do. And so once I started doing the coffee enemas, I was doing the charcoal with the coffee enemas and I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is helping my body to actually release these things too. Um, and I also figured out timeframes of when to take it best. Um, so for me, I can't take it in the morning. I can take it at night though. And I'm fine if I take it at night, but in the morning, it's just completely messes up my whole system. <laughs> so, but um, that's one of the things too, like when you're doing any kind of detox, really playing with it a little bit and seeing 
um, what works for you? Because that's one of the things too. People will try a coffee enema and go, oh, it just made me feel like crap. Um, one of the reasons you probably feel like crap if you ever do a coffee enema, um, is because your body is releasing a lot of things that it was holding onto. And so now it's going, oh my God, like, uh, and it's just like this big release. If you've ever had a really big, big detox, a lot of times people get very sick after mm -hmm. detoxes because your body's just releasing a lot of things that it's been holding on to in the cells in your gut in your system for a long time and so it can sometimes take a little while to actually get your system comfortable with that kind of release comfortable with that kind of detox happening so um if you've never tried one before and then you do try it and you're like i didn't feel awesome afterwards it's probably because you went through this massive detox and your body was just completely shocked by it so getting into a pattern with it um, will help you. Now for myself, I didn't, I didn't notice any really big detox symptoms because I'd already been doing a lot of things that help my body with detox. One thing that I still do and love is I take apple cider vinegar every day. That's another really good detox for your gut as well. It helps with detox. It helps with um, probiotics, prebiotics, the whole deal. Like it's a really good thing for your gut also. So for me that like, I think that all this stuff that I did up until doing a coffee enema, it was like, okay, I didn't have that detox. Oh, now I don't feel so good after I've done it. So I don't know. Did you have that when you first tried? Yeah. Not at all. No. I, and like, that was the same idea with me. Like I was eating really clean. Um, yeah. I was probably raw vegan at the time. Um, not anymore, but yeah, I was definitely, um, already detoxing, already very focused on my health. Um, but I do know people that like coffee enemas are the first thing that they try and then they feel crappy because, um, like when your body is so used to all the crap, it's like, holy shit. And, um, I've had friends that we've done, like whole foods, like cleanses. Um, there was one where we, um, there was, I think six of us and it was a whole bunch of friends that had never done anything for their health. And I don't know why, cause it was one guy that actually initiated this and it was cutting it down to, you could only eat vegetables for like hmm. three weeks uh, or two weeks. I don't remember what it was, but you could only eat vegetables. Um, and you couldn't have like anything really on them except for spices. Mm -hmm. And then um it was an elimination diet and then you could add in um rice and then you could add in fruit and it was like a month long or six weeks something like that and all of them but myself because I had already been focused on my health all of them very heavy um drinkers very um into consuming a lot of meats um wing nights every Wednesday like all that kind of like it was a typical young 20 lifestyle right mm -hmm. And men, like um, there was four guys and two girls, and I was one of the girls. And they all called in sick the first week of work for the first week, called in sick to work for the first week because they were so sick because they were detoxing and they were puking, they were shitting, like there was a mess. And mm -hmm. um, but they um they were the ones that initiated this detox, and in the protocol it says you may feel horrible. And yeah. that's part of this. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's really important to know that when you start doing the right thing, 
whether that's a spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, it may not feel good, especially uh, yeah. if you're at a really low place um, in any of those areas and you're trying to take like a big step, it's probably going to feel horrible, mm -hmm. but it is going to have faster results and faster benefits too. Mm -hmm. And so I now occasionally don't feel good when I do coffee enemas, um, but I also have let go of a lot of my old protocols that I used to do for my health. Like I definitely am doing like 25% of what I used to do. And so now sometimes I do feel crappy um, and it's like, I'll feel crappy for like a half an hour to mm. like three hours after a coffee enema, <laughs> but um, and then after that, I, I again feel better. So my holistic doctor actually just recently gave me a supplement to help my body detox so that it doesn't feel sick while it's detoxing. Cause he said like, obviously if you're feeling sick, your body needs it. It needs to mm -hmm. detox. And there is such thing as over detoxing too. Yes. So you have to be yeah. conscious of that. Um, I'm not in that category. I'm not doing that. Um, but, um, you can, and so I have a supplement now and now I don't feel crappy after coffee and ever. Cause it was like a hit or miss thing. And so I didn't like that. I didn't like not knowing if I was going to feel, um, slightly lightheaded after or not. So, mm. and it was never big, big symptoms. Um, but the biggest benefit for me lately of doing this every day has been my, my periods. I used to have horrible cramps, heavy bleeds, um, long long periods like two week long periods um, i don't yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's horrible yeah so that was very common and so my periods are lighter they're shortening and the cramping is significantly if not completely gone and so it is night or day for me they're still long but they're not as long but they're still longer than average um and then my mental state during my periods is also better but still um, I have a little bit more PMS, like just emotional stuff than I think is average. Um, like, cause there's, there's the societal norms around periods. And then there's like a, this is actually what it looks like to have a healthy one. So right. I, I kind of fall under the societal norms with a slightly longer period now, but before that I was like, not. And so now I'm, I'm working towards like the actual healthy period that isn't a societal norm so yeah yeah a big difference for me yeah I know people <laughs> that um uh, actually know one person that uh was diagnosed with cancer with colon cancer actually and she started doing coffee enemas and found some pretty awesome results from doing them alone you know so um it's just a really really good detox for your body at the end of the day so um yeah. we probably should talk about how to like set up like and actually do the coffee enema because that's probably something like if anybody's listening and they're like oh yeah I've seen this before I'm curious but I don't really know how to do it like I don't know what to do with the coffee I don't know what to do with this I don't know what to do with that like let's talk a little bit about that like do you want to take that Ashley yeah this is something <laughs> your <I'm> baby like <laughs> um so my holistic doctor is crazy he is like so this is the only way to be healthy kind of person. And a lot of people hear his like um, beliefs around health and they're like, oh boy, that's, that's too much. That's insane. Um, but he has helped me in my health journey so many times. And I have seen a lot of holistic doctors and a lot of Western medicine doctors. I've been hospitalized, been through 
really crazy things. And he has always been able to help me. Um, and I have countless family members and friends that go to him. And it's just like, there's never been a situation that he hasn't been able to help. Um, my mom's going through menopause right now and she sees him, follows his protocol. She has zero symptoms. That's and without, awesome. he's like, literally I'll stop taking the supplement he gave me, um, for a week. And I have horrible hot flashes and all the symptoms immediately. And so, um, so he's a little bit intense, but it works. And so I'm pretty intense when it comes to my method methods of coffee enemas. Um, but I also know that coffee enemas are funnily becoming like a hot topic in the holistic space. Yeah, they are. And there's a lot of people that are monetizing it and mm -hmm. making coffee enema kits and coffee enema um, systems and all this kind of stuff. And a lot are doing like parasite cleanse type coffee enemas. I've never heard about coffee enemas being specifically helpful for a parasite. Um, I haven't seen that either. It's being marketed that way, but I've never had a doctor say anything like that. And I've never read it being the historical reason for coffee enemas. And maybe it's helped helpful um but i have no um there's no research that i am aware of that it actually helps with parasites so like those are the kind of things that you want to be very cautious of um and the kits are very expensive they're like hundreds of dollars like the one my friend just bought was 130 dollars why and that's nuts i know yeah, and I nuts <laughs> Yeah. So you, it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, mm -hmm. like everyone's probably seen those like ancient red bags, like the hot water bottle bags that people would put in, in their bed to keep them warm at night. So that's what I use. I think you have a different one. I have a different one. I found one on Amazon for like 20 bucks and, <laughs> exactly. um, yeah, I love it. I've had it for a long time now. So I love yeah. mine. What I like about yours is that you can close the top of yours. I can't do that. It has to stay hanging up. Yeah. So oh, that's fun. Yeah. That <laughs> makes it hard to do them in bed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cause you yeah. do yours in bed, which I don't do. I do them on, um, the bathroom floor most of the time because whatever it works. I'm right. I'm right where I need to be, you know? So, and I can hang it up in a certain spot and I don't have to walk or like, I don't have to like take it down and try and walk around with it and not spill anything. So, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. So those red bags for that reason alone, I would go with the red bag because you can fully seal it and it's not coming out. You're safe. Um, my doctor recommends doing them in a bathtub, like putting a pillow in the bathtub and laying there. Um, I had immense, immense chronic pain when I started doing them. So I was like, there's no fucking way I'm going to lay in a bathtub. It's going to hurt. I'm laying in my bed and I'm going to take my chances. And I've had one incident. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, where I was pooped the bed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the sheets needed to be washed. And <laughs> that happened to me in the last two months. It was a month ago or two months ago. So it's been Something a decade like yeah. of me doing coffee enemas at least once a month. Um, but for the last six months, probably close to six times a week. And so statistically, that's pretty good odds. Yeah. Um, yeah. But honestly, guys, if you're just starting out and you don't know how this is going to go, play it safe and maybe start in the bathtub or yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I have a mattress cover and then two sheets. And so <laughs> 
it, everything was really not even close to the mattress, but <laughs> it, I still did put the bed. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyways, go for the red bag. Um, I believe mine was like 20, 25 bucks, something in there, anywhere from 15 to 25. Um, and yeah, it's great. It um, seals up. It's multi-purposeful because now there's other uses you can use um, those bags for, which I don't even know what they're all usable for, but it works as a hot water bottle too, which I use mm -hmm. it for both. Mm -hmm. um, and so you want to, um, if possible, select a coffee that you've been muscle tested for to know that your body um, is cool with it. Um, that's taking it like really a step further. Um, however, if that's something that you don't have um, access to where you know someone that can or there's a trusted doctor that is willing to do muscle testing for you, um, my recommendation is to buy just the original Folgers coffee. because That's it's what I do. Better. Yeah. And it's actually very clean coffee, which is surprising because they don't advertise as organic or anything. Mm -mm. And so go with that. You don't need this tiny little coffee enema coffee for $40. Nope. Buy yourself the big thing. Well, we get a big coffee. thing of Folgers and we use that forever. <laughs> and yeah, and it's cheap. It's like 10 bucks. I don't even know, but it's not expensive. Um, I drink it and I put it in my bum. It's all good. You know, <laughs> I only I, put I, it in my bum. I don't drink it because it tastes good to me. <laughs> well, I, also, I am muscle tested for a specific coffee as well. So I do one of the two, um, but I haven't noticed any differences. I've just never muscle tested myself for Folgers. Um, and then the most important thing, in my opinion, is how you make your coffee, whether you're drinking it or you're putting it, whether it's oral or anal, you want it to go through a um, paper filter. And this is something that my doctor is very specific about because there are natural occurring toxins in coffee mm -hmm. that um, can only be properly caught and filtered through a paper filter. So people will do like a French press, um, people will do, and some of the coffee enema marketing have French presses have little tiny French presses that are like this big and it's like one you want to be doing more coffee than that yeah and two like let's be multi-purposeful people like you can I make my coffee in my coffee machine whether I'm drinking it or putting it in my bum like you do not need all these weird little gadgets and wasting your money on that kind of stuff like sure if it makes you happy go for it but really like why <laughs> um so yeah, some people will do the French press. Some people will have like the like mesh filters because um, it's better for the landfill, um, but it's not good for you. You you need mm -hmm. to use an unbleached paper filter um, so that it's catching the natural occurring toxins in the coffee, no matter how you're consuming it. Yes. And you did say this, but I want to reemphasize that it is an unbleached paper yeah. filter because there is, are toxins when you put a piece of paper into bleach to bleach out that piece of paper bleach is still going to be on that piece of paper so think about this you don't want bleach going in your bum or traces of bleach going in your bum so that's the reason you want an unbleached paper filter yeah for sure yeah and all these little things are going to be like the night and day to like you have any positive experience mm -hmm. as well 
um, how much coffee you want to start with. I recommend two cups personally. I don't know how much you use. I started with a liter actually, because that was actually on the document that your doctor had given to you that you gave to me that to start with a liter of um, coffee. And that actually has always served me really, really well. Some days I can get the whole coffee enema bag in and some days I only get half and then mm -hmm. I release and then I do the other half, you know? So it just kind of depends on the day for sure. But, um, most of the time the leader works really, really well for me. So, yeah, and that's what I use every day. Um, but if you want to like, not, like if you've never detoxed before, it's going to be a gentler experience. Yeah, the two um, cups. Yeah. You also won't feel the full benefits mm -hmm. of it too. Um, and so you're just going to make it like you normally would make coffee. You boil your water, you filter the coffee, and then you wait for it to get down to a temperature that is going to feel comfortable in your rectum. Um, and so yeah, I, if you can stick your finger in there and you don't go, ouch, that's perfect. Like yeah. I still, I still like it warm because it just feels better to me. And I think actually um, the warmer it actually helps to pull out more too. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, um, that's what I do. I literally will like boil my water, make my coffee, and then I put it in the, I'll cover it up and I'll put it in the freezer for, um, I think I do like 10 minutes and it works perfectly. I'm able to stick my finger in and I'm happy and I, I go do my thing. So exactly yeah. and like there is like you can put a thermometer in and make sure it's the same temperature as your body, mm, like all that. You could. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't do that either. <clears throat> and then um essentially you're just taking it and putting it in your enema bag and um there's going to be a little tiny tip smaller than my pinky like tiny way smaller than you pooping um the size mm -hmm. of your poop doesn't hurt it doesn't feel uncomfortable and some people will use like coconut oil or lubricant of some kind I personally never have um I haven't found it has had any struggle to go in I I did when I first started because this was difficult for me. This was probably the most difficult part was actually putting the applicator in because it was a total mental game. Cause yeah. I'm thinking to myself, things are supposed to come out, but they're not supposed to go in. And so yeah. it was a mental game. And so <laughs> I had to practice relaxing down there before mm -hmm. I finally figured out how to insert it. And I did, I used KY jelly on my applicator and I used the smallest tip possible when I first, cause there was multiple tips that came with my enema bag. And so I used the smallest one possible until I finally could figure out how to insert. And, um, once I figured that out, then I put the biggest applicator on there because I was like, oh, okay. And the bigger applicator had more holes to release mm. the coffee through in a less like spurt way that makes you go, oh my God, I have to poop. So oh, yeah. it's a lot simpler to have that kind of applicator. So for me, that was the hardest part of this whole process. And I know mm. someone else that, um, she started, um, maybe a few months after I did per your recommendation also. And she had said that she had the same problem, that that was like a really big mental block for her as well. And she kind of had to figure it out until she finally did where it was like, oh, okay. It probably took me one or two enemas before I really went, okay, I can relax. This isn't scary. Nobody's dying. It's okay. So for me, it was a little bit of a mind game. And there's probably other people that will struggle with that too 
too. Just relax, put some lube on there if you're scared and take it slow. There's no rush here. So (laughs) I think that's where my, it wasn't a mental game for me because I'm like, my poop's bigger than this and Mm -hmm. that's fine. But that, that was me. Um, and yeah, it's been so long. Maybe I, I had more thoughts around it, but I don't think so. I think it was a pretty easy process, especially the ozone one. The tip was even smaller. Yeah, you'd already easy. done it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and then you're basically just going to have the coffee upright, no matter what kind of bag you, I just hold mine because I lay in bed. I just hold it on, on clasp it. And then you let it flow into your bum until you feel like, like slight pressure. And it's just like, you feel like you have to go poop. And so as soon as you feel that you close the clasp and probably like within seconds, um, sometimes a little bit longer, you'll, that feeling of having to poop will go away. And then you just want to hold it until you feel a little bit more comfortable. Um, and it's not painful or uncomfortable. It's just like, you know, when you have to go to the bathroom, that kind of same feeling, and then you can put more in and eventually you'll feel like, okay, my body doesn't want any more. And then you hold it for 15 minutes. And I don't think any of this is like, like when my doctor was explaining this to me, I was like, how am I going to know my body doesn't want any more, but it's, it's very obvious. Yeah. (laughs) Not painful. Like it's not bad. Um, you just, you do know, Mm -hmm. and then you hold it for 15 minutes And then you go and you poop out coffee, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then you start over again if you still have more coffee in your bag. And like Karen said, sometimes I can take the whole bag in one go. And sometimes that enema is going to take me a half an hour. And sometimes my body is really slow to take it in and absorb it. And it takes me an hour and a half to get that same amount of coffee in. Um, Sometimes it's because I'm watching TV or working on my phone while I do it or talking to Karen while I do it is usually what's actually happening. (laughs) And not getting it in as much as I could be if I wasn't distracted. So (laughs) I know that you and I have had very many conversations where either you or me are doing a coffee enema. Often it's both. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Because for me, I use my coffee enema time as Um, I spend a lot of time looking at, honestly, Dr. Joe Dispenza testimonials because I'm like, okay, what am I capable of? I'm reminding myself of what I'm capable of. I'm doing that kind of personal development, growing my mind, growing possibility, um, looking to see how other people did certain things. And so I'm using that time. I sometimes will read a book that, um, that's a good personal development book. So I use that time as, a lot of my time to grow in some way or another. So, cause it's like, what else are you going to do? You're sitting here putting coffee up your bum. So. <laughs> no, exactly. It's a, it's a nice, like relaxing experience. Like a lot of people are like, Oh, coffee up my bum. But it's like, I enjoy it both for how I feel after, but also it's just really good downtime, whether I'm like talking to someone or reading a book or listening to music, like no matter what, like you're just relaxing. It's a good regulating grounding um, time because you don't feel like you have to be doing anything else because you're this is what you're doing. Yeah, this is it. (laughs) Some people say to lay on your side. Um, Some people say to lay on the side that your liver's on. And some people say to lay on the opposite side. Um, I've done it all different ways. My doctor does recommend the opposite side of your liver, I believe. Um, 
and I lay on my back. Me too. I, I, I want to be I, comfortable. Yeah, I tried um, doing the side, and I kind of went, you know, and I did both sides, and I went, you know, my body hangs on to this better if I just lay on my back because sometimes laying on my side, it would be like, okay. I'm ready to go already. And it's like, I haven't even gotten a quarter of this bag in. What in the world? And so I just started laying on my back and I was like, okay, this is just way better, like easier for me. So it's just kind of playing around with it and seeing what works for you. Um, Because I don't feel like other than how you actually filter out the coffee, I feel like everything else is just kind of like, what feels good? How does that work for you? So. Yeah. So with that, I think we, I think we totally slayed the subject and gave you TMI advice. You didn't want about a coffee enema. I don't know about you, Ashley, but I feel like that that's probably what happened today. (laughs) I love it. I think that more people need to try it. Yes, I agree. People would be a lot happier and a lot less shitty. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) So with that, if you are watching us on YouTube, go ahead and give us a like and go ahead and subscribe all so um, we'd love to hear any thoughts you have also, or maybe questions that you have about coffee enemas or spirituality in general. Um, but if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast, please give us a five star also and just get connected with us. Let us know if you have any questions, comments or anything like that as well. But with that, I think we can call this episode of TMI Advice You Didn't Want a wrap. So until next time, can't wait to see everyone.